You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You've now tuned in to the Drawing Board Podcast, a powerful, thought-provoking discussion where we talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. Let's see what exciting guests we have on our show today. Great evening, Facebook. Great evening, Podcast Detroit. Great evening, world. This is Andre Ebron. I am the host and the founder of the Drawing Board Podcast, where we talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. Tonight is an exciting night. I have guests on like I've never had before. <laughs> I hope you have prepared your palate, your mind, your heart, your spirit to hear some exciting things. I have the ladies, the basketball moms of Through the Nets on the Drawing Board Podcast. Woo woo! Yeah, drum roll. Drum roll, please. <laughs> right, I even wore my whistle. No, I had this on from work. I'm just joking. But, uh, tonight is an amazing night. And before we jump into like all of the details and the amazing guests, I would like to share the mission of Through the Nets. Uh, they have a podcast, and it's a movement. I like to call it a movement. Is it okay if I call yes, it a movement? Yes, I, can, can yeah, I, go ahead. Hit the button. Okay. Yeah, all right, it's a movement. We didn't brought right. that through the Nets. Please, please, through the Nets. It's a movement, all right? On, on your... Um, on your video, you say you're making major moves, right? Yes. And so, like, here's the mission of Through the Nets. It says their mission is to help parents and their children navigate the game of life while balancing the challenges of being a student athlete. Let me reiterate, a student athlete. Yes. We provide insight through our diverse experiences and resources to support families in making informed decisions impacting their future endeavors. I love it because <laughs> as an educator and especially being a dean of culture, I've seen so many families prioritize that differently where they're an athlete student right. as opposed to a student athlete. athlete. I so, agree. So, you can't so, be a student and <laughs> right. perform as an athlete. It's just yeah. not going to happen when you move forward to the exactly. next level. <laughs> Absolutely. So before, uh, I want to see who we have on the show tonight. So I want to say to Gantz, you, you guys call her Lakita. That is her first name. So we, we work together yes. uh, for DPSCD, and I have the pleasure of hearing all of the motivation that she gives on a daily basis to right. our youth as it relates to encouraging their life, uh, encouraging their life mission, right. taking stock in the value of who they are as young men, particularly young black men, young black women. Right. I love that. Thank um, you. I breeze by sometimes and I'm standing just, you know, hearing or I'm standing at the door and the kids are looking like, oh, who's in trouble, Mr. Ebron? Oh, nobody. I'm just standing there <laughs> <Right>. listening. <laughs> and uh, the value that she brings to our team uh, is amazing. So Thank you. Miss Gantz is the mother of one, Robert <laughs> Davis Jr. Yes. I told him the other day when he came up to the school, I said, listen, man, you don't want these kind of problems, bro. <laughs> right. listen, and then he didn't he didn't do anything but laugh, you know, because, I mean, he's doing great things. And you shared a little bit when we were talking and dialoguing. And you were actually the director of operations for the men's basketball team at EMU. I sure was. Okay. Three hard years. All right. So what is that true EMU, right? Yes. And so... Um, and now you are only one of five women who hold a full-time or had uh, at that time one of five mm -hmm. women who held a full-time position in the NCAA Division One men's program. I did. So you're a, pi a pioneer. Yes. A trailblazer. A trailblazer. Yes. Um, I give a big shout shouts out though to Oakland University's um, director of ops. She is going into her twelfth year. Okay, awesome. She's going into her twelfth year. So I, I love her, and I, we're going to actually interview her. Uh, when we get a chance, because what she's done for 12 years, just right. in that role to to actually 
hold on to it and to say, you know, I'm not tired of these guys okay. <laughs> is a blessing, is a blessing. Absolutely. I, I'm sure that uh, well, I would I guess I would pose the question is, is a lot of the interaction like locker room chat like you end up um, having those my, challenges? How is that? Work? I think for me, the biggest challenge was just the student athlete part. OK, so parents who may have not been able to give their children the role or the path to know that you're a student athlete. Um, those issues, I think, once you're out of high school, are most valuable when you go to college. And if you don't have that path or you don't have those routines set in place, it's challenging to become or to to maintain the student version of the athlete. Um, so that was my biggest thing, you know, calling kids, uh, chasing them to go to class, getting up to uh, make sure he's here at 8 a.m., 8 a.m., or he's not running out the back door, um, making him sit in my office for two hours and study. Like, those were the most challenging situations for me. Um, so I think, like, other than that, the job is what it is. I mean, it's traveling and setting, putting everything into place so that that team can operate. They couldn't do anything without me. Oh, I believe that. Nothing. I believe that. <laughs> I do believe that. And I, later on in the show, I would love for you all to weigh in on, Absolutely. like, the culture shock that comes to student athletes that have come from awesome basketball moms such as yourselves, and then they get on campus, and that regimented routine where, mm, you know, they yes. were up at 730, they right. had a full day of school, then it was, you know, practices after that, then it was... Uh, them going into the the next gym. Then it was weight right. training. But when they get to college, oh um, oh yeah, you have yes. absolutely Terry Terry's yeah, in the building. Right. <laughs> and so, but going from such a regimented schedule and then getting that freedom that they have, where you know they're su- re- supposed to report the study table and those things like that. But I want to loft that uh, as a balloon, and we'll come back. Okay, and, and we'll okay. Grab that. So Lakita is on the show. I'm so glad. So it feels funny to, for me to call you Lakita. <laughs> So, you know, it feels I funny made, hearing Lakita yeah, so from I, you. I may, you know, bounce, bounce back and forth between Lakita and Gantz. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. And Miss uh, Lauren Bailey. How Lauren. are you? Doing well. How are you? Excellent. Hey, when Lauren. I met you for the first time, we were down at Enjoy Detroit. Correct. And when you walked in, I felt like my, my tax auditor had showed up. <laughs> I did. I felt like Do I want to make sure, my, let me make sure my, my books are balanced. Yeah. My check, my no, but there was such That's a what she does yeah. for us. Thank you. Lauren. <laughs> Absolutely. There was such a degree of professionalism that you Thank had like, you. okay, she when you, that. She, she does. <laughs> and so for me, it was like when you showed up, you were there for a mission. Once you did the checks and balances of, okay, this is why I'm here. This is what I'm showing up for. <laughs> okay. Now we can have a cordial ca- uh, conversation. Cause I was talking mad stuff with her back. Right, and, right? Right. <laughs> and so uh, when you came in, I had taken that same kind See, of, I didn't know you yet. So right. I know that same kind give of me some time. approach. And she hit me with the face like, uh, I don't know you. I'm going to be cordial and I'm going to be, you know, all of those things like that. But I'm right. not going to joke with you until I. So she checked in with her, like, and she gave it a little. You ain't think I saw the nod, like, no, he. he right, right, right. <laughs> right, right, yeah. so. right. So, uh, but let's talk about it. So Lauren is the mother of two, Chuck the Third and Drew Bailey, yes, uh, supplier, yes. strategy, and engagement consultant at Kelly Services. All right, making sure everybody is employed, handling business. Yeah, all right, specifically our suppliers. Oh. Wow, listen, okay. I knew I was on the money. <laughs> Managing strategic supplier relationships. Early in her career, she worked as a financial aid representative and admissions counselor. And then you completed your undergrad at U of M 
And a U of listen, you can tell when somebody <laughs> listen, you can tell when somebody is maize and blue through and through, right? Yeah. And there is a there is a certain air about them, right? So one of my good friends, uh Marcus, who actually happens to be a senior partner at Saga Marketing, you know, he's a U of M grad and you can tell. He he will let you know he graduated in three and a half years. Hey. But okay. you all have Did he really? Because yeah. I finished in three years. Oh, that used to be him. him. My son wants to go to U of M, right? So, you know, they had the Wolverine Pathways program, which yes. we're going to get him in next yes. year. Um, but I had on a Michigan State shirt. See, I, I'm not partial. I'm originally from California, you know, grew so up like, in Indiana. I'm, I'm putting so I'm nobody like, oh, gave you a heads up. Okay. It's, it's, uh, look, it's college day at, at work. You know, I get to put my <laughs> yes. jeans on. So I don't care. He said, Dad, you're being disrespectful. <laughs> you're being disrespectful with this Michigan State shirt on. But talk to me about, like, um, your journey as a basketball mom. Like, where did it begin for you? Like, when did, when did that spark hit the eye of your children and you knew, <laughs> like, hey, this is something I'm, I'm going to have to get ready to take on and, and promote? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I guess my situation is a little bit unique because their father actually played um, college basketball. Uh, okay. And then he also played overseas. So it was kind of ingrained in them early <laughs> on. Uh, so they started playing actually when they were little. So I think I know we all met when the kids were around eight years old or so, yeah. but they were playing you know, well beyond before that. So, I mean, it's been quite a journey. It was just one of those things. It it almost would have been different if they decided they weren't going to play. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like, I it do. was almost like natural, like, okay, this is, you know, because they're always around it. They were always around their dad at right. practices, at games, you know, in the gym. So it was just something that came natural for them. So it was tummy time and a Wilson ball, right? Exactly. Tummy time and a Nike exactly. ball, right? Yes. Yeah, he like, Absolutely. forget these training shoes. We're putting these Jordans on him, all right? He's Absolutely. on the court. Right. Okay? Absolutely. Yeah. But, that's, but that's excellent, though. So the the dynamic piece that you bring to it is, you know, dad played. This is kind of like the natural progression of things. Mm -hmm. And he shared, you know, one of his passions. They end up sparking that passion in your boys. Exactly. Okay. Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. And to <laughs> my right, <laughs> I have Miss Sonia Waters Thomas. Yes. And yes. Sonia. Sonia. All right. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Let's get yeah, it. Sonia. Sonia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get it right. All right. Sonia. I apologize. <laughs> That's cool. Is the wife and mother of three. Yes. Soleil, Xavier, and Tyler. Absolutely. You thought I wasn't going to get Soleil. You got, you yeah, got you, it. No, you thought that's, I was, the, yeah. that's the educator I'm telling, in you. I'm you. So we you get it. We get it. All right. It. <laughs> so currently, you are the academic and behavior interventionist at a local high school. Yes. Let me take tip my hat to you. Well, yeah. I think we probably yeah. serve in the same capacity. Oh, we yeah. do. Yeah. Yes. So Absolutely. that's why I'm tipping my hat yes. to you. I don't, <laughs> yes. I don't have to ask you how your, your end of the year is going. <laughs> I am very familiar with how your end of the year is going. Mike Dropper. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. absolutely. Uh, Ma'am, no. You know your son has been doing this all year long. Yes. This, this is, is not new. new. This yes. is nothing new. Yeah, but we're at the point of accountability. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, actually, we, we almost hit that 10-day mark. Your son may be receiving. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but you are definitely on to something. Absolutely. Yes. You know what? Yeah. He, he may need to start his summer a little but, early. Yes. And the kids yes. are actually, when do the grades really go in? They don't go in until June 20th. That's when they yes. go in. Keep working. So sit tight. Yes. Yeah, so so talk to me about um especially because you are working within a school yes. and you hear at least and I I'm going to give a rough estimation you probably know the specific uh percentage but I hear about 75 to 80% of my young people 
uh, particularly the young men sure. who say, I want to be a basketball player or I want to mm-hmm. be an NFL player. Yeah, my and, son. Okay. I mean, absolutely, yeah. right? And so how do you, as a mom, how do you remain supportive of their plan A? Right. Right, but still supplement to say, it doesn't necessarily mean there has to be a plan B, but it there does. has to be... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. What, so, so, so hear me yes. out. So I believe, and this is, so Absolutely. this is what I think is that there has to be more than just the end goal of reaching the NBA yes. as a part of your, your plan A. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. if plan A consists of you reaching the NBA, uh, getting your degree from college Absolutely. or getting to college or, you know, getting, uh, you know, being on Dean's list and being academically proficient, yeah. that has to be a part of your plan A. Absolutely. Because without academics, you can't play sports. Absolutely. You know, you can slide by, you know, if you don't pass some of your classes when you're in elementary, you know, they're going to pass you on to the next grade. Even in high school, you just won't have those credits. But they'll say, oh, I'm in the 10th grade. No, technically you're not based upon your credits, but you will move forward. However, we'll be setting our kids up for failure Absolutely. if we do not prepare them properly and to make them well-informed. Because if you continue this not-so-nice behavior from an academic standpoint, when you get on to college, you're not, you will not play. That's right. It's called being ineligible. And it just you have to sit out. And that's just the way it is. So to answer your question, yes, my son, and I think I started asking maybe like two or three years ago. Okay. So what do you want to be, you know, when you grow up? He's a basketball player. Okay, well, let's talk about that. What does that look like? But I also need you to have a backup plan. So mm-hmm. let me help you with your plan B mm-hmm. because there is life after basketball. Exactly. And That's we've right. heard enough horror stories. I'm going to call them horror stories where we had enough guys that make millions and millions of dollars. And then how do you lose something that you actually earn? Because you have placed responsibilities of your life in somebody else's hand and they don't care for it as if, in fact, you would. So I don't want that to happen. And, it, hey, it's a cherry on top of my son, you know, or sons make it to the league. That's the cherry on top. Is that my expectation for them? No, it's to raise a well-rounded kid okay. who's going to contribute to society and take care of their family when they have one and have that ability to do so. And so just to rely solely on one entity, that's not my plan for my child. Yeah. So, so two things, and and ladies weigh in. Terry, don't worry about it. I'm coming to you. Yeah. He's he ready for you. He's been waiting on you. Uh, but, like, we hear a lot of words that when you talk about youth development, particularly sure. that are thrown around that mean a myriad of different things. So, yes. like, you'll hear words like, we're taking a holistic approach to addressing their development, right? Yeah. Like, what does that mean, right? Yes. Or, you know, or we want to ensure, and I just want you to give some detail because I, I can assume what sure. you said, but, like, when you say you want them to be a well-rounded mm-hmm. human being in person, articulate what does that look like? Paint that picture for us. Well, it, and this is from my own experience. So I grew up in a single-parent home. My, my parents separated when I was I, – Seven, divorced when I was 16. Somebody's seen something in me, right? School has always been easy for me. I've, I've always been academically sound. So that was not an issue. But someone's seen something in me that I did not see or anybody else. And that's from an athletic standpoint. I used to run track. Okay. I had this growth spurt. It's like, dang, maybe we can get this young lady to play basketball. Well, I hated it, right? But someone posed this one question to my mom, and that was, do you have... Let's just say $100,000 to send her to college. And that was baffling to my mother. And that was, the, you know, the ultimate answer to that was like, no. Right. Well, give me the opportunity to develop your child. Okay. Right? 
to um, develop her skill level in basketball. Now, my, I never, never, never. And it was tough for me. But you have to have something in yourself that if somebody believe enough in you, you should believe enough in yourself to produce that. I was able to go on and get an athletic scholarship. I, I am a student athlete. Prior, former University of Illinois basketball, women's basketball player. Okay, <laughs> hold it down. Right. Um, I did well. Now, on the other side, from an academic standpoint, and this goes back to do our educational system, and at the time it was just DPS, I feel like I was not solely academically prepared. Like I said, I thought I was phenomenal, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, academically sound. I thought I did very well in high school. When you step off into the next level, I did not feel like I was academically prepared and it was tough for me. Um, I don't want that to happen to my child. So your experiences typically um, prepare you for what you like to see your children have. Yes. My daughter, she's at Clemson University. She's on an athletic scholarship. She okay. plays volleyball. Congratulations. Woo, woo. So right. like, she did right. well Put academically. I'm yeah. preparing my son to better understand what his responsibilities are from an academic standpoint. I know he's capable, but he's lazy. Let's call it what it is. All right. But mommy's not going to be there with you. Your daddy not going to be there with you when you make it to the next level. You're going to have to get it to yourself. But it starts with what? Chores and responsibility. Chores equals responsibility. When you start doing these things, it become habitual. Right. So going back to develop a whole kid, there's a lot of things that go in place. It's not a book for it. It's just based upon your own experience mm-hmm. of what you see with your kid. Mm-hmm. So and, and or you get Absolutely. from your counterparts that Absolutely. you're going through this with. Yeah. Um, or people like us who start a podcast to help people get through this because yeah, they sure don't out. have the experience. That's yeah. Right. So, I mean, both of us were college athletes. Terry didn't play college, you know, basketball. And that's okay. And then Lauren didn't. But <laughs> all of us and yeah. our other moms bring something to the table to help each other. Sure. And so we use that now to help others. Yeah. You know, so and helping them understand that whole part. The student is first. Yeah. Regardless, because guess what? You can tear anything. You can hurt anything. And what are you going to do after that? Right. right. And they don't want to hear that. The, yeah. the kids don't want to hear that, but it's the reality of what it is. Right. And it's our job to expose will end one day. them to I that, found to out. inform them. <laughs> yeah. You're right. here, you could be here. Which role are you going to pick? Yeah. And Not then I, I, one, of my, one of the things I think is unique about some of our moms is that we don't play that. Like, you can't play unless you oh, no. do this. Mm-hmm. You know? So and, and and like you said one time we were talking, giving your full effort. If I know that you gave your full effort right. and like today Robert got his report card and he had a C in his history class, right. I'm okay with that yeah. because I know he gave his full, full effort. effort. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's what matters. And I believe if right. you give your full effort, C's and B's will come. It's about how do I get my kid not to be lazy Sure. and, and teaching him those things that maybe he doesn't get it now because I always think, I'm teaching it all the time, but it seemed like, wait, I, I mean, like, are you listening? But I know once that maturity kicks in, sure. that's right. he's that's going right. to yeah. follow behind those those things, that, those routines that and we the taught, and they become the <laughs> inside of them all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. right. Feel. And I think that's huge uh, when we talk about like development. Like, thinking about where kids are socially and emotionally, thinking about where they are developmentally. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when we see a gift in our kid or the potential in our kid, we skip over the piece of that. They still have to develop socially and emotionally. And so, like, you can get to a point, particularly, like, with student athletes, you can get to a point where you're driving (laughs) them so hard Mm -hmm. athletically Mm -hmm. that 
they don't get a chance to still be a kid. Yeah. yeah. They don't get a chance yeah. to develop socially. That's a bell. Uh, and so, <laughs> yes. you know, those are came your show and just took over. <laughs> I've seen, like, yes. happen. And so the kid is amazing. I mean, he's out there shutting things down. You know, he or she's out there performing extremely well. Yep. But immediately after, like, they get to this point where they start to ask the question, like, is this my dream or is this my, your dream? Right, right. And so uh, before we dive into that and hold mm-hmm. this, I'm going to loft another balloon. Yes, uh, yes. What is your thought about social promotion just because someone has an athletic prowess? So so social promotion, meaning that, like, somebody got game, you know, but but academically, you know, they're a little off. But it's like, hey, and I'm talking about what I've seen. I've seen people fully recruit students who are graduating and can't read. Yes. But yeah. it's happening, though. It's Okay, it's so. So I got to loft that. I want to loft that. Cause, yeah, okay. Because, you know, I got I to gotta get ready to pick a fight with Terry. Yes. That's what I, I have to do. I gotta that's the Terry. sad part. Today. But that, that goes back to what is our educational system teaching our kids because, um, and, and it's happening. Because I, I was like, mm, I'm not sure. So I'm picking up. I'm watching my, my, I'm watching my son. But. Yes, it's our responsibility to know what our children's deficiencies are. But if we're being misled by their report cards, Mm -hmm. which is not truly reflective of what's actually going on in class because the sole focus have become STEM or STEAM, where they have left out the reading and the writing portion of it. Mm -hmm. So that has taken or fallen to the backside. Now then you have this kid who's, we're going to say that's phenomenal math and science, but struggles or have a weak area in the reading and writing part. part. So Mm -hmm. what do you do? Right. Right. You cannot hold that kid responsible, but you pick up, you meet the kid where they are. And then you then you start putting those pieces together. Mm -hmm. You put things in places where tap into the resources and make them aware of it. This is nothing to be ashamed of because of if they have minimum exposure to it, it's still our responsibility to educate them. And that's the sad part, because I see it every day. I have a lot of students who are stuck, if I can say that, at the fourth and fifth grade reading level. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there is a disconnect and a gap in services that we provide as educators, mm-hmm. and it's sad, unfortunately. It yeah. yeah. So, Sorry. you know, you, you jumped. No, that's good. You jumped all in my lane. Uh, you know, <laughs> Did you know, I blow the horn and put the blink no, on? No, no, no. Okay. You, no, I mean, hey, you, no, one of my pets. Merge. You got to merge. 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 Yeah. No, but. I and this is just my personal belief. I believe that the educational system is looking for like you can see all these pilot programs, sure. right? Mm-hmm. So they're looking for ways to provide foundational truths and training to things that should be provided at home. And so, like yeah, when yeah. we talk about uh-huh. when we talk about our kids, you know, being two, three grade levels behind, mm-hmm. like you're talking about a foundational piece that's not happening uh, within the home, yes, right? Yes, that's and so I that is what, like, you know, imagine. Well, you don't have to imagine. You see it every day. Sure. So the educator comes in. Kid's not required to come to school until first grade, right? Yeah. So legally, he's not required. He or she is not required to be there till first grade. There are so many fundamentals yeah. that have not been taught at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, and here's the thing. When when people had less, so like you can't you can't talk to me about like poverty and <laughs> I know that's you know, yes. you, you, like you can't you can't throw that in my face because I've seen sure. people who had conditions of poverty mm-hmm. but they still sat and read with their kids. Oh yeah, that's I right. still I knew parents who 
were illiterate themselves, yes. but they had the kids sit there and yes. read to them. That's right. And yes. so, like, my mother. Well, yeah. Yeah. And so we're talking about granddaddies who had fifth grade educations and mm-hmm. were, you mm-hmm. know, sharecroppers. And had, sure. So, like, we have more innovation. Like, right now, I can hit this phone and say, uh, particularly people who are struggling with Eureka Math, right? You know, Eureka <laughs> Math. Yes. Oh, people are, are, are struggling with that Eureka Math, right? right? Or, like, you can hit your phone and Google how to work this problem out with Eureka Math. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can tell me what Cardi B is doing and where she's going yes, next, absolutely. you know, like, you should be able to do those things. So that was my little soapbox. All right, now on to my fight with Terry, right? On to my fight with Terry. Let's go. She's not here. Huh? She's not here. No, that's so, Terry yeah. with the... Those weren't my exact words. Oh, okay. What were they? Kind of like that. Kind of like that. <laughs> I was like, his is dope, but ours is doper. Oh, doper. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know what? Not to my recollection. No. <laughs> but before we go into this fight, let me go ahead and introduce. Terry Johnson is the single parent of one son. Hey, son. Hey. <laughs> and so now it is Jamal, Jamil. Jamal. Jamal mm-hmm. Trice, the 10th grader. All yeah, right? Yes, he is. In the 10th grade. I know. He like grown up. I know. You I realize? think he should be my brother he now. Driving. He's driving. kind of older. Shoot. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> do you realize now? I'm going to go ahead crazy. and hit you with this. You realize you only have. He only has 18 academic more months. <laughs> I hit you with that for real. Yeah, right. you know, that's, that's, yeah, that's. He's going to be like an empty nester and traveling to all the Oh, no, I still stuff. got that boys. They come over even when he's not home. It's fine. Yes. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> yeah. oh, so, can I come over and say, yeah. She already oh, trying to steal I, I knew that was the reason I was picking with her. <laughs> so listen, so you're majoring right now, a full-time student in criminal justice yes, uh-huh. and correction. So uh-huh. my degree <laughs> is in criminal justice and psychology. Nice oh, to meet you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, forensic psychology, uh, law enforcement, and agency administration, right? Nice. So uh-huh. I knew there was a kindred spirit here, right? <laughs> All right. So in your spare time, you attend all. Oh, Open mic night. Listen, go ahead and spit it. No. I'm putting you on the spot right now. Terry, All right. Terry. Hold on. Wait a minute. Listen, Terry, listen. Terry. Hold on. Let's set the stage. Okay. We are now at the drawing board podcast. Oh, yeah. This Terry voice? Terry or Terry no, Johnson I will not. is Come approaching up. the mic. She's getting ready to give us one of her pieces. I'm not. And we're going to title this piece Off the Dome Bigger Than Basketball. Oh, okay. nice. Okay, what you got, T? Give us something. Hey, come on. Let's go, T. Oh, I'm sick. Oh. That's how she sick. I'm sick. Game three, Michael Jordan. Still playing through the flu. Exactly. No, exactly. Here we go. Let's exactly. go. I don't have any. You said you were <clears throat> I wasn't ready. Huh? I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. No, I'm joking. Come on. I wasn't mentally prepared. Okay, well, so go ahead. Go into your pay. Go into your space. Go ahead. The end. Oh, the end. <laughs> All right. Listen. So she has an eclectic piece. She, uh-oh, she calls uh, the end bigger than basketball. That was it. That was it? That was it. You know, I felt that. Mm-hmm. It was so much drama to it. I'm it's sick. A, it's a metaphor. It was a metaphor. Yeah. Okay. So you take it your way. Everybody takes it their way. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Listen, I'm not buying it. So, uh, but for fun, you attend sporting events, mainly basketball. I do. Yes. I do. Okay. So, do you love the game? or I love the game. You love the game? I was made to love the game. Though. Yeah. I didn't want to love the game because it's sweaty and it's hot and it's sticky. Your hair swells up. Now, you remember, she don't play. That. I never, never played play. basketball. Yes. I went to Persia and I don't think I went to a game. No. But Yes, I did. And they had all those great teams over there. Wow. I can see those same boys if I sit outside. I know, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) 
So I had this kid, and he decided that he wanted to play <laughs> basketball. We learned that by, like, put this dish in the sink, son. And he br- broke it, shot it in shot there. Shot it in there? Uh, we went to someone okay. else's game, and that's when uh, someone was like, yeah, bring him to play with us. And I was like, he's too little. He's only five. He's a baby. And it's like, no, that's what age you play. And so he's been playing since then, and I had to love the game because I'm not going to just leave him anywhere. So I had to go, and then I had to, like, learn it. And then mm-hmm. I met these ladies, and I called them, like, hey, what is this? <laughs> it's a sucker thing that Jamal is bouncing. What does it do? kind of went from there. And, okay. uh, yeah, so I, I love the game. I love the game. I'm in love with it. I'm like in a relationship. Oh, yes, full okay. time. That's yeah, yeah. cute. Oh, that's Plus good. Some. You love Spalding? I do. You do? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. What about yeah. Mr. Wilson? Well, right, Mr. Wilson. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You know, loving well, basketball reference. Yeah. Not yeah. Corny, but it, it worked. It worked. Yeah, it worked. So so all what I loved about you all's like story or your narrative, right, and I just happened to uh, I got a chance to meet you outside of, you know, the context of familiarity, you know, mm-hmm. of knowing Gantz. Mm-hmm. So, like, seeing the dynamic personalities, I love how you all have forged your own community, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes what ends up happening when you forge a community, all of the information stays encased in that community. Like, you all have some of the secrets, right? Right. On how to get there, right? <laughs> right. And, like, some, but I'm like saying, like, no, knowledge sure. is power, information mm-hmm. And then you all took up the responsibility of, like, sharing and equipping mm-hmm. other moms, right? Right. So you all are not to, in in my case, and I might be offbeat, feel free to correct me. <laughs> dads, you know, I, too, yeah. by the way. Huh? We, got, we have dads, too, that Oh, dads, too? Yeah. Okay, shout out to the dads. So moms, Probably dads. Probably majority dads. Huh? Mm-hmm. Probably the majority dad listeners. Majority dad, okay. Yeah, right. I, yeah. The majority of our listeners are, our listeners dads, are male, right? Are um, males, mm-hmm. you know. But I think it's because of the dynamics of the fact that boys who their right. dads probably who I think they right. just want to challenge us, and they get on there and they come on there to watch. Like, dang, they right? Yeah, oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, that is it too. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. 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 Let me see what y'all talking about today. Dang, they right? Because then yeah. they'll come out and it'd be random people. Like, hey, I watched, I listened to the podcast. Yeah, I was on to something. Yeah, and I was like, let us know that we were on to something. Right. You gotta tell us about it. So much, okay, gentlemen. So, who was your favorite guest that you? All had on individually who that you've had on so far on your show. Mine was DC, okay. like him talking about first of all the fact that he is not from Detroit and talking about the his grandmother and his uncle and just like all the things that he was raised up to be. And you know, basketball wasn't something that he thought he was going to be good at. You know, he played JV in high school, just happened to get bigger, stronger, better. Became number one pick, but that wasn't his goal. Yeah, okay. You know, so I loved his his interview. It was dope. Okay, <laughs> mine Indeed. probably was uh, Jermaine Jackson Senior, only because he kept it real. Like, yeah, if this is not what you're trying to do, don't send your kid over here. Yeah. Don't send him there. Just this is what it is. You got this or you got this, and he kind of just kept it 100. percent No edits. So I liked him. Yes, he's gonna always do that uh-huh. too. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, I'm about to don't mess up the young lady's name, but you know I'm all about information and informing. So I'm about rules and regulations. <laughs> oh, you talking? So, oh yeah, I forgot. About yes, her. the young lady from Oakland Rock, University. Yes, Mari 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 Right. Right. Not yet. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. she's the um the she's the compliance director yes. for Oakland University, Oakland University. Mm-hmm. and I knew her through EMU. So she and she didn't even probably get into her career to do that either. But it just happened <laughs> that's that what guy happened. Yeah. put you where he need to yeah. put you. Absolutely. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, because with that being said, a lot of parents have questions mm-hmm. that they don't get answers to. So mm-hmm. and and again, um, I'm passionate about making sure that I'm, I'm about prevention. If we can prevent something from occurring, we need to be informed. That's right. Right? So Mari came on and answered a lot of questions that Mm -hmm. not just we wanted to know, but a lot of our listeners, because our kids could be initially affected at some point, one way or another. I think one point that she actually made was impactful was 
the mere fact, you know, because a lot of our kids got Instagram accounts. You got some kid over here modeling. Mm-hmm. And this could, kid could be making money off this. Right. Right. So now you have income. How is this going to affect, affect this college. kid once they move up the rankings? Mm-hmm. And in, in what NCAA. does that look like at the collegiate level? Because yeah. right. technically you can't work, right? You can't earn a, a, past a certain dollar amount. You can However, work, but you can't use your likeness yes, to, your brand. To, to make money. Yes. Yourself okay. as the brand. Yes. yes. So you can work at Applebee's brand, but you can't have your own, own restaurant. Brand. Yes. So <laughs> I think that's important to know because a lot of, like, we're going to call it the millennials and even the younger kids. There's a lot of entrepreneurship going on. Mm-hmm. So ownership, and, and, yes. And that can, we talked about this earlier, but because of the NBA players now yes. right. who know not to lose their money, who have, have been educated and learned how to brand. That's right. That's le- it's less of that happening where mm-hmm. they're Prime so educated. With, with Kawhi. They're doing he all. He was the- with Nike mm-hmm. and he has his, what is the, the claw? He's smart enough. Whether mm-hmm. it was New Balance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's with New Balance now, but previously he was with Nike, the, whoever mm-hmm. had his his brand is claw. Right. Okay. That goes with him. So whoever wrote that up, that mm-hmm. was that was impactful. Jeez, like yes. right. that comes with him and they try to use it. Just so like now he's Steph has him. this. Yes. Steph has this. I don't know if y'all saw the hat he has on. Yep. With the th- he yep. he with trademarked the this. Mm-hmm. This has always been a, a sign. Forever. But he trademarked it and made it yeah. his Genius. brand. And so we're coming yeah. a lot more wiser. That's right. Yes. Yeah. About branding and to say, listen, let's keep these dollars with us because typically we are the ones that I'm the one that made it yeah. for you. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. When Jordan before it was the only one right he was yeah i mean so oh i'm sorry so mari definitely was my favorite in fact it was one of the reasons why when we met back in december i wanted us to do this because of all of the information that we were you know uncovering and what we were learning i said you know what this would be dope if we Mm -hmm. actually took this and created a podcast in order to Share this information with other families. Yeah. So, uh, for me, it was it was definitely <laughs> yeah. so, that was my favorite. Right. So I'm going to pitch this out there. Uh, <clears throat> I would love for you all to do three things. Okay. We're gonna do two. All right. So I would love to get a narrative in a book um, with where through the net started and where you all are headed. You know, as far as the different families to be able to track the progress of the young men. And their journey, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. yes. even if this is a book that you all do two, three years from now, yep. but just like Let's making look. sure you're getting A, your analytics and your data, yep. uh, B, that you're following the narrative of how the young men are growing since mm-hmm. you have been with them since eight, you know, in this community. Mm-hmm. And like that that has like such a, uh, like you, this could end up being like a movie. What I'm thinking about right now oh, is. I love it. You I know, do too. This uh, is what we think book, about, though. The book, The Pact, you know, the book, The Pact. Yes, you know, yes, right? yeah. doctor. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking, I'm like, mm-hmm. man, you know, whatever God has for these young men as sure. they progress and go on and become professionals, whether yeah. it's professional or athletes not, exactly. or whatever, right. whatever, like this journey has been meaningful. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, truth and wisdom from this experience that can only be uncovered when you sit down and actually, like, die just like, oh, man, I remember is, you were yes. going through this challenge or mm-hmm. I remember you were having this and we were able to support you in this and like how you all like built your own community and your family centered around that goal. Second thing I would love for you all to do is to build up like a through the nets training manual. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I would love like to me, I think that would be so dope. Your, your logo is dope and like get together and have like if you were able to put together a year of workouts and different things for mm-hmm. moms who like, yo, 
or or dads who's like, man, listen, I can't afford to really send you know my kid to this right now, yes. mm-hmm. but I can purchase I like this it. manual for thirty nine ninety nine or for fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. All right, we might do three. Whatever, right? <laughs> we might go ahead and do three because I like yeah. that one. Keep going. Yeah, so we have the book, we have the training manual, mm-hmm. and then I would love for you all to start like capturing the journey just like a, a vlog, like so. So we we do got, have a, a a guy that we work with. I don't know if you watched the video off I the did. website. Yeah, that was dope. So his goal has been to always like to try to come follow us, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard, but me personally, I know it costs, you know, money. Um, but that to, that's my envisionment, right? Like even we were, um, yeah. even when we were talking about we have we're about to have a photo shoot, right? Cuz it's the spring summer and we need to do a new video mm-hmm. for our kids cuz they're different now. In mm-hmm. a matter they of looking, 6 months, they yes. look different. Yes. Oh yeah, listen, you know, on, the, on the website when I saw you all uh turn to this, I was like, is this basketball moms of Detroit? What's going on? Yes. <laughs> that's what, well, that's what Brandon that's Hunter called right. called us when he did our article in the Chronicle. That's right. what he it was basketball moms of Detroit, you right. know. Mm-hmm. And we don't you know, want to hold that as our only name because we're doing so much more. Right. But um, definitely we want to get videos and keep interviewing and showing the growth over time. Mm -hmm. Because for you, what you're saying, I saw that in the beginning. I said to her when she, when she texted me and she said, we should start a podcast. And I said, this is going to be big, Lauren. It's going to be big. And we started texting each other Mm -hmm. and we like, this is going to be big, you know, and, I knew it. Like, and, and the big to me is just like my, I teach my son when it comes to his skills in basketball. Trust the process. Yeah. We are going to go through trials and tribulations right. as we all are on this process. journey. Right. But in the end, at one point, all of us will be done with our children mm-hmm. and we'll be able to say, we did that. Right. right. And, and, and it'll be, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> Peter. Yeah. And you know, so 18 I, months. I, I, 18 months of school. <laughs> no, and because no, I say a thousand days for mine. A thousand, Jermaine, he has a thousand days to counting? do the work. Yeah. No, no one's counting. No one's counting, Rob. Don't worry. Take your time, Rob. She has a younger baby. Yeah, I'm like, both of them have a younger baby. Yeah, we still got time. So we all be in. 2,000 days. You don't stop counting your days. We're together. 2,000 days. Two years from now, they're going to come by the podcast by the we're gonna be on the island, right? Right. Like, and the two boys is left, and, and even that's the like, So uh, we're only gonna do one and a half of those things. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Even that's a goal that I see. Our kids ending up doing this, yeah, and, and them being able to share their experiences, mm-hmm. being the kid. Right. What they are going through because I know it's tough being my son. Ooh, I know it's tough. You know, yes. it's tough. <laughs> and so just to think Ooh, about what sorry. other kids are going through and sharing their experiences to help them. Yeah. You know, because yeah. our exactly. kids are pretty successful. Right. Even right now as yeah. eighth, ninth, and tenth graders. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a good question. Um, this is what I talk to my son about a lot. You know, uh, looking at very professional black women who are killing the game, right? Thank you. And so. <laughs> You know, um, there's a certain grit that comes when you're hungry, though, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. And there's a certain, and like, so my, my son is uh, a suburban guy, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I take him certain places, you know, when it came to football, because uh, he plays football, right? That That's his thing. He likes mm-hmm. basketball. He excels in football. But I, I took him and I showed him. I was like, hey, these guys right here, like, no, they want it really bad. Right. You know, I was like, because, right. like, that, this is this is the ticket out of the out of the struggle, right? Right, mm-hmm. right? And there's a certain tenacity that comes Absolutely. a certain grit that comes with that level of play, right? Yes. So 
how have you all been able to like I know they can go, you know what I'm saying? Or you all wouldn't like if your kid can't play, you're not gonna start a podcast talking. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, let's, let's, let's just be real, right? Let's just be real, right? So right. So like how do you instill that 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 grit, that hustle, that drive, that play? You definitely have to uh, throw them out into the woods, no matter where they are. There's other places you can take them yes. for the experiences, yeah. like you say with your son, like you went and showed him the different style of athleticism. You definitely have to take like take him out into that. the woods. When my son was going to school in the suburbs, his practice was still at Persian. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to go drive over yeah. this grid. You're going <laughs> to climb over these steps because some of them are missing, and you're going to yep. go up mm-hmm. in this gym yes. and get bumped around. Yes. Come out with a black it, eye. And witness the drive. You got to definitely have to put him out into the woods the a little bit. Yes. And then bring him back. Like, did you see that? That's what they do. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, to I the mean, point, he's in high school yeah. now with his team in another suburban city, and he told his coach, like, can we go scrimmage over at Persian? They need it, coach. So you got to throw him out to the woods. My boys are suburban boys too so mm-hmm. I mean but Drew our is, boys I couldn't tell yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't tell wait yeah. sure Drew grew up I don't know right, right. he might have been on Pony and um right. yeah. it's like getting a little bit different he might have built Pony <laughs> Drew something Drew but to your point though like our boys were playing in what's the gym over there on John R near Woodward St. Benedict oh, yes. St. Ben yes. Yes. And so in, in I mean you're talking like about hot in the summer no right. water barely no water. working bathroom court yeah. creaking the toilets work yeah. you right. know steps probably literally the, in the hood <laughs> yeah, learning how to ball you know what I'm saying like yeah. so they get the best of both worlds they get yeah. to see both and mm-hmm. even the type of kids that they're around you know what I'm saying they're not just around suburban kids they're around all type of kids mm-hmm. and that right. was important I think for all of us because they need to be able to adapt. I think mm-hmm. it's important right. for all parents who have gotten out, have gotten out of their own gritty way yeah. and now have good jobs, good lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying your life was bad, if not, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying you you set sure. that path for yourself. And now it's like, well, dang, I did all that because I had to. Right. I right. had to. My kid, well, how do I get? And I think that goes with the planning and the structure sure. of making sure you put them in situations where they can get it. They won't all the way get it. They'll never understand the no. struggle that we, we probably, don't want them to know you know, too much of it. Yeah. And that's like, the thing. It's ironic that you say that. And this was, and we were laughing about it the other day. Um, I remember um, my husband and I. We came home, and I live in the city, but still, it's we not, you know, gotcha. up in there. I can't hear you, Terry. (laughs) So I remember, like, coming home, me and my husband um, was like, dang, like, what the boys? Like, where the kids at? And then my mother said, oh, I let the kids walk to the store. Oh, Lord. We said, oh, (laughs) wait a minute. What store? What? And then my husband was like, so I put shoes on. Let's go get the kids. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'm scrambling to get the kids, but. That was one of those moments. She was looking like, "What the hell?" Like, you Bailey, know, you, you, you turned out all right. right. Yeah. You rode the bus right. by yourself. Absolutely, right. we know all that, that times have changed. That's right. It's yes. just a mere fact. In the store was like a block and a half away, <laughs> and we just really freaked out because yes. in our heads, it's like. They don't need a reason to go to the store. You right. know why? Because we got the every store. Yeah, right. yes. Any snack you yes. can yes. want. And so he was thinking yeah. like. So what you send to the store for? <laughs> we got everything right here. And I was like, dang, my husband ain't going to talk to my mom for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like, dang, mom, like, you messed up, girl. Right. And another way, I think, because of the parents who just, we had it. So, for example, Rob this weekend playing the game. Um, at some point, he was fatigued, right? Mm-hmm. But it was a game where they needed him. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm on the sideline like, hey, I don't care if you're tired or not. If you're tired, that's your fault. You should have did more conditioning. The team needs you. You on TV. We down. You got to play. Right. So Push putting all wall. of that in them, raising them, and, and making yeah, them understand what pressure is, mm-hmm. making them understand you still have to perform. Yeah. You, even when you're tired, those things pushing them. And, and not just in athletics. Nope. Because we do it in academics, academics too. Academics as well. So I always say, dang, you know, they didn't grow up this way. But I think they'll be fine when you when, they, when you are, I call it, I strategically yes. put things and people in place to give him the path that he's going to be yes. able to do whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be up okay. to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, I, you had it, so you have to use it your way. Yeah. It's in your bag. What you take out is on you. Exactly. That's true. Yes. Like, I can remember... Uh, uh, my aunt used to live in the projects, right? And so my house was the house that everybody came and lived at one point, right? So uh, yes. my mom was the oldest, you know, was doing the best. So everybody mm-hmm. had has come and lived in our home. But I remember being a little guy, right? Right. So I'm in the projects, and uh, I'm about seven years old. My cousin is hooping on one court, and I got next, right? But the you know, but the big fellas they had showed up, and I was like, and I remember Still being seven years old, like, hey, yo. <laughs> I got next. Exactly, exactly. You know? And so they're like, oh, little dog got heart. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, like, those I re- those times, like, help shape you. Like, that sure. tenacity mm-hmm. when it's your yeah. turn to step up or when, yeah, you know, and, listen, and I was not, I wasn't as well skilled as the rest of the guys <laughs> on the court. You, you know, but I'm like, time. hey, yo, I'm getting on this court. Exactly. And if we got to knuckle up, but I can count and I'm next. Yeah, whatever you need to do. So, I mean, and I think that, like, uh, what I was giving, like, my son is like, hey, man, these guys, they hit harder over here. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yes. move. And so it's like giving him that balance, giving them that Absolutely. balance. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, saying, you have to bring that level of intensity to the game because mm-hmm. there is a certain degree of athleticism mm-hmm. uh, that you'll see. And, you know, I am from, I grew up in Indiana. So when you talk about who, that's all, you know, that's all they that's do. It. <laughs> so it's like, we just know, got back from Indiana. Uh, and I was telling my listen. son, do you see these houses? Like, I was asking him, like, because every house is, is a bunch of yard, I mean, not yard, but a bunch of um, crops, that's one it. house, mm-hmm. a basketball rim that looked crazy. Then it's another. I said, would you, could you imagine living out here? He was like, nah. I said, Larry Bird did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did it just fine. And <laughs> but he's thinking like you know I will have the shoot. resources. But listen, yeah. and, but y'all had the resources that y'all put in place, and like they said, listen, this is not an internet. This is not a national thing. It's an international mm-hmm. thing. If somebody yeah. say the yeah. state of Indiana, they know that basketball really originated right there, and you they own that. Mm-hmm. Right. You can go to every school. There's a facility. There's a multiple. I remember going into like one gym and for it went one one campus. I'm gonna call it campus. Right. Signs on the wall say. Uh, this way to gym number 15. Turn the corner this way to gym 20. I'm like, all 28 gyms oh, yeah. in this one, one building? building? Where were we at? Speece? Yeah, we were at, yes. The field house? No, we weren't in the field house. We were on, actually on at a school. But okay. the schools had, the elementary, the middle school, and high school, they were all attached at some point on this huge campus. But mm-hmm. they had enough. I'm like, we we don't have nothing remotely close to that. <laughs> exactly. You better get right. a gym in each exactly. school. Yeah. I mean, like, is that gym yeah. working? Yeah. These are, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And they were all fit facilities where... Everything was going on. Absolutely. And I loved it. But, you know, but they that's something they believe in. They actually get the concept. And, and now we're talking about politics. It's like, oh, yeah, let's build on something and let it be basketball. Basketball is that's one thing. It's bringing everything to this one particular place. Right. Mm-hmm. Fort Wayne right now is basketball. In a minute. It's going to be Westfield, Indiana, where we just came from, right? Yeah, it's going to Because they have these facilities. Man, you go everywhere, and it's just basketball. Like, dang, they just got all these courts. 
in one place. But it's right. not just basketball. No, it, they it, had was, it was basketball, it was softball, base, it was lacrosse. Yes. All of them just were in one big, big place. You just go around. Right. I, I hate it. the little roundabouts. I know, it's crazy, but yeah. The roundabouts, mm-hmm. oh, there's softball. It, it was it was dope, though. I, yeah. And it's... Shout out to the state of Indiana. Oh my God, yes. Forgive me, but only because you get it. You, they mm-hmm. get it. They get right. the concept. They get it. Yeah. So, so here, here's an important piece that I want to kind of transition to now. Okay. Like, how important is it, <clears throat> excuse me, for you to find the right coach? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's important. Right. So, like, talk, talk to me, <laughs> like, listeners that are in, like, so your kid has this, you know, gift, and it's like finding <clears throat> the right coach. So, one of my rules almost always is if the coach has not um, had the experience of where I'm trying to get my child to, then I probably won't let you coach my kid. Now there are, there are, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Exceptions. Exceptions to this. Like (laughs) a school coach, for example, in middle school, I couldn't control that. Mm -hmm. It's his school coach. He wants to play for his school team. I can't control that. But when I can, when I can know, that you've been a part of a college practice and you know how to structure and teach skill development and deal with all the ins and outs. Mm -hmm. It's easier to get those kind of coaches to help your kid than it is a coach who's coaching because, oh, I I watch basketball. Mm -hmm. I think I know basketball. Oh, but I got on jeans and Tims and a hat to the back. Nah, you can't really coach my kid like that. Like, no, no. So So I I do strategically think about who's coaching my kid. Your coach has got to have, like, the the swishies to the navel and the little little whistle. Well, it's not that. It's not that. How am I teaching you anything I have on jeans? That's just how I feel. No, I'm joking. It's a joke. It's a joke. But you remember the coaches that used to have the swishies over the navel. Oh, yeah. Coach Kelso. And that's difficult because typically I left that. You know, and I'm like I said, strategic and intentional. I'll let my husband do that because okay. I don't think it's, I think, you know, when it comes to, you know, our children playing, um, I'm, I'm going to say I gave, I, I let him do that because I can, I can overshadow all that because I played, I coached, I did mm-hmm. the both, both boys and girls. I mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. So I intentionally stepped back and let him do that. There are times where I have to navigate and weave my way in, but we have conversations, but I like to have conversations with the coach to right. see where they had it, how much knowledge they have, because you can't trick me. You can't blow smoke exactly. up. Exactly. Right? You just can't do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And so typically if I'm approaching one of the coaches, I typically you can see somebody lean in and say, here come Xavier, mama. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. Absolutely. Like, it's not going to happen. Right. Because the so, more you know, they can't bull crap. Right. And that's anybody. And then, yeah. Then, then for yeah. me, I mean, you know what I mean. And I, I teach the kids in our class like, that, no, like, the more you that. know, yeah, they can't. can't people right. can't run game yeah. on you. So that's why education is important. Whether it's education in the classroom or outside of it, yeah. in whatever you're trying to do, do that research before you start doing it. Yeah. Before we started the podcast, we researched and went back and forth to say, okay, well, well how do we want this? How do we want that? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's with anything. But yeah. these coaches, they. For me, though, oh, it was uh, what my son needed. Okay. Because mm-hmm. uh, education, I'm so the education mom. We're not allowed to do certain things. So we're going to get good grades where we go. So for me, it was what he needed. I have to call Kita like, okay, so they letting him do what the heck he want to do over here, Kita. I got to send him somewhere else. Because for a long time, they let him do what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. That's what these coaches do now. As long as they're getting points, they don't care if he's learning, if he's adjusting, if he's yep. doing the right thing. So for me, I picked a coach for high school, take my son somewhere where there was somebody more strict that wasn't going to let him crap around. Mm-hmm. And I had to call Keita like a hundred times, like, you sure? Because he's my friend and you, I don't really like 
friends coaching my kid. But right. for me, it was picking a coach that had what my son needed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, he could wear jeans sometimes. But uh, <laughs> it just <laughs> is he gonna have what my it's son not needs? No heck, yeah, no skinny jeans. <laughs> so it had, it had to be what my son needed, and so I sent my son to a coach that I knew would give him what he needed, his yeah. personal self needed. Beautiful, mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah, Lauren. So I think for me, I mean, I would we on our way to high echo. school. Yeah, I would echo whatever oh, yeah, everyone so, said. But uh, oh no, go ahead. Um, I think for me though, at the end of the day, is I need a coach that's going to reiterate the importance of education and him okay. being a student first and you know the athletic piece is I don't want to say secondary but he needs to understand that you know if his work isn't getting done he's just not going to play period like hardest, I need a coach that's, that's going kind of to continue to you know what yeah. I mean like that's right. what I need because I don't want him to get the wrong idea you know mm-hmm. in terms of thinking that he could just do whatever he wants mm-hmm. and then still be able to play and mm-hmm. excel you know, in athletics, because at the end of the day, like that, it doesn't work like that. Right. It doesn't. Right. 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 And so, I think that's the hardest thing to get a lot of parents to understand when their mindset is around. Cause everybody thinks my child going to the NBA, mm-hmm. like this is what people really think, but that's not the truth. And it goes back yeah, to the statistic that you asked about, you know, mm-hmm. only uh, 300 and the, I think it's no. 370 out of 274,000. <laughs> yeah, basically it's 3%, right? It's 3%. 3% of 3%. the total population. And, yes. and wait, and that 3%, 2% is the NFL. This was the NFL. Right, this the majority football, is football. College, Division one college football and basketball. So yeah. out of the 3% that go pro, 2% was football. Yeah. All right, Dre, you heard that exponentially. <laughs> you make it. <laughs> Yeah, come on, let's go, boy. No, but uh, no, I mean, but that's good to know, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what I was to the point where I was sharing. Like, it's good to encourage their their dreams, their aspirations, their sure. goals. Uh, it's good to paint a realistic uh, picture Absolutely. of like what the numbers look like. Absolutely. And sometimes when people give you like the raw, what the numbers look like, they think that you're being pessimistic as yes. it relates mm-hmm. to yes. their goal. Mm-hmm. But it is like taking a full lens. Like, Absolutely. no, look at the full landscape of what's happening mm-hmm. here. So I am here. We have about two minutes left, okay. believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have talked about how important finding the right coach is. I got a chance to pick a fight with Terry. You know, <laughs> yeah, um, back. Cool. Uh, yeah. and I got to have you guys back on um, because sure. there's so much to this that we still need to mm-hmm. unpack. Yeah. Uh, to the parents that are listening, uh, how can they get in touch with you all to further their knowledge about preparing their children for their dreams. We are through the nets everywhere. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. And our website is www.throughthenets.com. If anything, our website has everything on it. If you type through the nets in, you can find us almost everywhere. Throughthenets.com. That's right. Excellent. Do you guys have anything coming up? I know the summer's coming up. AAU probably has kicked up. No, it has kicked our butt. All right. Has kicked their tail every Monday night. Okay. We're on YouTube Live. Through the nets, it's bigger than basketball. Eight, eight p.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eight p.m. Every single every single Monday. So catch us there to see what's next. And we also have our website. They just gave the address to as well. Catch us there. Yep, mm-hmm. and you can subscribe to our YouTube page. Make sure you Through subscribe to our YouTube page. Please subscribe and um, listen to our previous podcast and give us some yes, feedback. We have, uh, if you have any questions? Fifteen episodes. So season one and season two yes. are up at Anchor FM. I mean backslash Through the nets. 
Okay. Through the nets, through the nets, through, through the, the nets. nets. <laughs> through the nets, through the nets. So listen, I want everybody to be able to go through the nets on June 22nd. Yes. I have my inaugural conference at King mm-hmm. High School, the Woo-hoo! Drawing Board Experience. Nice. So you have, see, she was getting ready to say something. You have, <laughs> listen, you have the, the Drawing Board, which is the day, book. But, uh, I wrote the book. We have the Drawing Board Podcast, and now we have the experience. Nice. It is going to be excellent. It is a powerful, thought-provoking conference nice. that will challenge the attendee to examine their life and to reimagine the possibilities. Are you living your highest and best life, or are you living your... No, I'm not going to do it, but anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so are you living your best life? Uh, our desire is to inspire you, to motivate you, and then get you to a point where you hear the information and they become actionable goals. So nice. taking action on what you endeavor to do, I because like I am a firm believer that we live the life we choose. Yes, so as yes. we leave here, well, I was about to say as we leave here, but not his presence. presence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. I felt it, but I, I had to bring it back in. But uh, I'm so excited that you all were able to come. Thank you, Thank you for having us. us. Yes. Absolutely. The, the conference on June 22nd, what time is it at? 10.30 to 12.30. You can get okay, your tickets. Okay, I can still make it to the game. Yes. Still go to the game. Yeah, still go to the game. All right. We have, we have tickets available. You can go on Eventbrite uh, or you can go to ebronassociates.com where we consult, develop, and support personal, professional, and organizational transformation. Hey. And uh, at the end of the day, it is about me encouraging your God-given passion and gift mm-hmm. and uh, you actualizing your potential. Because I believe when I see you at your best, I see a version and a, an expression of God that I couldn't else see Amen. except through you. Amen. So, yeah, tap uh, into uh, it. Hey. So, listen, uh, we out of here. And uh, remember, your future is not behind you. It is not before you. It is within you. Mm-hmm. This Amen. is Andre Ebron with Through the Nets. Through the Nets. Hey, listen, it's a movement. It's all right? Yes. It's a movement. Yes. All right, you all be blessed. Thank Peace. you. Thank you.